Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is Rihanna from the Speak Your Mind podcast. How are you doing? So, welcome back to another episode. And today we're going to be speaking about how we can actually use conflict to better and further our relationships. Now, I understand you're probably thinking, what do you mean? But in all honesty, conflict is always seen as something really bad and negative. But in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about how you can use constructive conflict to better any relationship and just some ideas, tips and tools on what you can do to kind of prevent further conflict, create healthier solutions to resolve conflict and communication but also how best you can express yourself to your friend, family, loved one, spouse, colleague, whatever it is, whoever it may be that you're having this conflict with. Now, the reason why I decided to do this is because I've noticed that a lot of the conversations that people are having, it's very hard and fast. Like you can be in in agreement or be in disagreement, but there's no gray in between for healthy debate. And I don't think that's healthy at all, in all honesty. There needs to be safe spaces to be able to have these applicable conversations and have healthy conflict in them as well. So that's why I'm deciding to do this podcast. There are so many different conversations happening where conflict has arisen out of us trying to have these healthy debates. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm a very vocal person and you will see more and more as this podcast goes on throughout the years that I don't have any issues speaking my mind you know and I pride myself on being a person that speaks their mind eloquently fluently and vocally and that's why I became an advocate because there's not many people that are able to do that or have the skills to do that effectively and have their message taken on board or even have their message listened to because it's built up and around a whole bunch of emotion now don't get me wrong I'm not perfect But at the same time, I know a thing or two about how to have healthy debate and support people with developing these skills in themselves. So without further ado, I'm going to give you some insight into conflict resolution. So I've written down a few pointers. There are about 10. Some of them may be helpful. Some of them may not be. You have to be critical enough to discern what is helpful for you and your situation I'm just here sharing my own thoughts and my own opinions about how you can have constructive conflict resolution and how you can apply this in different ways okay so number one you you won't always agree with the other person but always remember to be respectful now the reason why I say that is because we're not going to always have the basis for agree or disagree there is going to be some gray gray areas in the middle and being respectful in that gray area is vital because there's there's no point in you trying to be heard put your point across but you're not giving the other person or other people in that conversation the same space to do so so remember how you would like to be treated in that situation should this this arise and always agree to be respectful number two talk from a place of i rather than you or we and this is so important because it shows your level of accountability that's something that's very much missing in these conversations everyone wants to say you did this you did that you didn't do this you didn't do that but in actual fact when you are pointing fingers 
What do they say? There's three fingers pointing back at you. So always speak from a place of I because it shows that you are able to not only place yourself in the center of the situation of where your responsibility is, but it takes away the pressure and no one likes to be accused of anything. So my best advice to you is, like I said, talk from a place of I rather than you or we. Tip number three, make the time to listen to each other. Again, everyone wants to be heard, but no one wants to listen. This is, again, another issue. And I don't know why we're having this issue when, in all honesty, we we should all be able to, by now, have that space to think and feel what we want, but also listen to each other about what the other person wants. How are you meant to resolve anything if you aren't listening? Because you're just trying to talk, 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 chat, chat, chat about what you want to say and what you want when you actually haven't taken on board the situation. You've not read the room. There is no harm in reining it back and being quiet for a little while and letting the quiet people speak up. That's okay. It doesn't default you to a submissive position in the conversation because you've given someone else the speaking ground or the soapbox. Get off your high horse and listen. Number four, limit the amount of opinions when you are in a dynamic. So this one is more geared to um, relationships between partners. I find that all the time people find themselves in situations because they've listened to someone else's opinion about their situation. Now, as much as it's good to get advice and to seek support from your friends and family, limit the amount of opinions that you have injecting into that situation because one you're going to get confused two you're going to take on someone else's expectations and three your opinion of yourself and your situation is going to get lost in the sea of opinions of others okay this is the next tip number five know when to stop the conversation if you don't know when to stop the conversation then that is a skill that you really need to start working on because if this is a person that you respect and you want to continue having in your life in whatever form it is sometimes you may have to just have them in your life if it's like a work colleague for example just be based on the situation but if they're going to remain in your life you need to know when is a good time to stop the conversation in order for it not to become an issue it shows how you will treat each other past this situation and it's kind of like a gauging map of you know when it comes to the next time you're entering into a form of conflict or needing to resolve an issue they're going to always take into account the previous interaction they've had with you or even if this was a really bad one they will they will look at it as pattern building the next one i would say is use the disagreement as a chance to get things off your chest don't get me wrong this isn't a space for dumping ground it's not a dumping ground it's one of those things where if you're a person that finds it difficult to speak about how you feel on a regular basis or to speak up when things are going wrong for you or not even knowing how to ask for what you want and need this is kind of like a perfect time to get things off your chest and stop holding things in if you've opened up the gateway Don't let it be a floodgate, but be meticulous with how you're presenting this information to people. People need to be able to understand where you're coming from. And if you're bringing up things from like 10, 15 years ago, 
it's going to be a bit hard to help resolve the situation but at least the person knows how you feel and they're able to be mindful of how to approach you and a situation that's similar to that in the future so kind of like the last one if you want this relationship to continue or that you know this person's going to be remaining in your life you have to learn how to healthily express yourself okay and having this discussion with this person and laying it all on the table not holding your cards close to your chest may be the opportunity for you to find ways to communicate that going forward okay next point i don't even know what point it is i think it's like number seven yeah number seven um learn to bring down your own walls in tandem to asking the other person to do so too i can't emphasize this enough we're so open to requesting people to stop being so defensive but yet in that being defensive request you're being defensive (laughs) okay so learn to take down your own walls whilst you're asking others to take down their walls as well we have these as protective barriers because we've either been hurt or burnt before in the past and expect the same from others now we can't have a blanketed approach to these situations when we're dealing with a variety of different people as we grow through life as we age as we learn new things our approach to situations and things will change so our protective measures will change as well so learn when you feel psychologically and emotionally safe you have to actually scope out what is the threat in this situation can i be vulnerable can i be open can i be honest and if you can discern that then why not take down those walls in order to come to a healthy outcome that's for you both or for you all depending on how many people are in this situation my next piece of advice is number eight conflict can help you understand where the improvements are needed in your relationship so look at the story that is being told in this what is the narrative what are you telling yourself and what are they telling themselves what part of each of those stories makes sense and how is this formulated a shared story a lot of the time we're saying one thing hearing another and enacting something completely different so one thing that i have learned is what did they say what did you hear and what did you make it mean this is all part of your story formulating process because we can tell ourselves what we want to hear and we can tell ourselves that we didn't hear something especially if it's quite hurtful in all honesty if we if we're having hurtful and quite deep and explorative conversations we can block out some of the most vital information just again as a protective measure use this information to improve your relationship with this individual learn where you need to make improvements for yourself not everyone not all the time it's everyone else sometimes it's you as well number nine conflict can help you better understand things about yourself that you might often minimize now this is one that i've learned myself a lot of the time if i wasn't able to communicate how i was feeling i would dismiss it and then i would blame myself and others in all honesty as to why i have not been heard or why i don't feel heard and that's because i've dismissed myself and i've minimized my own feelings just because it was a difficult conversation to to navigate through difficult conversations and difficult situations and experiences will be a part of everyday life you just got to get used to it 
and that's that's the point blank truth of it you just have to get used to it and the more you practice this the more it will become easier for you to find ways to express yourself whether it is in a form of conversation artwork like get creative with it get creative I write music I write poetry and that helps me explore what I'm feeling but then when I read it back or listen back to it I'm then able to verbalize what I'm trying to get across especially if it's about someone or about a situation that I've experienced with them I'm able to verbalize it better once I've gone through that creative process with myself I'm sure a lot of you would have heard previous podcasts about journaling that is also a fabulous fabulous tool to help you explore your emotions what you're thinking and feeling and allows you to refer back to because sometimes we need that referencing point to say okay I said I was going to do this it didn't happen let me go back and see what I agreed with myself yeah because a lot of these things are agreements authentic agreements with yourself um, in order to make these changes happen okay stop minimizing yourself and stop minimizing your feelings at fear of not being understood properly and number 10 conflict can help you come out of a state of conformity and find ways of doing things better or different that suits you both in the relationship now I don't know about you but I've had previous relationships where I've just gone with the flow because that's what the person wants to do and it goes again down to the previous one about minimizing your feelings because I was a people pleaser I still have elements of people pleasing in me don't get me wrong Um, but at the same time I've been able to navigate a healthier way of offering my support and services to people but being boundaried with it as well Um, in order for me to conform to my own standards of what I want for myself and how I help others I'm not a walking mat for someone I'm a warrior in my own right so why should I not give myself the authority to discern where my time and energy goes and that goes down to folding into a state of conformity because you are unsure if you are sure of yourself then you are able to better know how you can develop through these situations and what you can learn from them as well okay so those are my tips on how or tips and insights into how constructive conflict can support you in any relationship now don't get me wrong not all of them will work maybe none of them work for you they've they're just tips and tools for what has worked for me and when i say in any situation i'm literally saying with partners with friends with sisterhoods with children even with ex-partners with parents with siblings colleagues these principles really do work they really really do work and if you exercise them well because nothing happens overnight change don't come in the morning (laughs) change comes over time but if you have the space and time to practice this then you will reap the benefits of this fruitful change and one thing I will say that wasn't on the list is actually communicate to people that you're trying to better your conflict resolution skills for the better you know if you communicate that with people they will be more graceful to how they receive what you're saying to them when things don't go to plan you know and if you're open and honest and authentic and vulnerable then know that there is humanity in this world 
and people do actually pay attention to when someone is trying people love a trier so don't be so hard on yourself learn that you are able to develop these skills and reach out if you need support because sometimes we may need to build these self-esteem tools and self-confidence tools in order for us to be great communicators and please believe I'm still doing it I'm still working on it and I'm not a perfect person I'm not trying to be I'm just trying to make progress in my practice of communication and understanding myself and where I fit into this world and how I communicate with others because we're all interconnected beings at the end of the day and like I said in one of the points if you want these people in and around your life you need to learn how to effectively take criticism constructively critique but also conflict resolve and that's 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 gonna be a part of life everyday life so why not learn the skills now okay so hope you have taken on something from this episode i hope to hear some applications of what this looks like for you one last thing before i go make sure that you go and check out it's leon the fourth i will tell you guys he is doing some amazing things and the subjects that he's speaking on is right up our street it speaks about lonely lovers reciprocity of respect love languages pessimism and i'll be honest especially a man speaking on these subjects is so vital to get a man's perspective he speaks even about loyalty and faith so go out check some of his podcast episodes give him some feedback because he's doing some really great stuff and especially as a black male yeah we need more people like him so go and check it out it's leon the fourth on apple Podcasts, and his instagram name is on god with uncle leon I'm going to try and do this more often than what I have been doing, but um, advice and encouragement, okay? So those of you that know, I've created my own advice and encouragement card deck um, just to kind of help you manifest some of the changes that you want to see in your life and become your best self through elevating your self-esteem, your self-confidence, your self-image and your self-worth. And this can come in a number of different ways. But these cards right here were made with us all in mind because we all need a bit of advice and encouragement every now and again. Okay, so I'm going to draw three cards. And if one of them resonates with you, drop me a message. Let me know which one and how and how you're going to apply it to your life. Okay, so number one says love comes in many forms. The most important is the way you display compassion and affection towards yourself. Okay. Number two is be scared and do it anyway. Nothing great was built on mediocrity and passiveness. And number three, write down your emotions and thoughts. Blank pages never judge you. I'm going to read them all back again. And I know, I know one of you has had this hit you right in your heart space this is just what you needed so number one love comes in many forms the most important is the way you display compassion and affection towards yourself number two be scared and do it anyway nothing great was built on mediocrity and passiveness and number three write down your emotions and thoughts blank pages will never judge you I hope one of those cards resonate with you. And like I said, hit me up. Let me know your thoughts, your feelings. If it's applicable to you, tell me in what situation I'll be 
happy to delve into a discussion with you or even have you as a guest on my podcast because you know we're all about sharing we're all about healing we're all about caring for one another and sharing our learnings because at the end of the day life is not meant to be lived in silo okay so this is rihanna from plan wholesome empowerment group wishing you a beautiful blessed and calm evening hope to see you on the next episode take care